Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Sowing the seeds of cannabis and sounding the praise of our favorite plant, it's time to hemp present. Our radio resident hempo sapien, Vivian McPeak, will present a weekly platform for guests and listeners to hemp present about hemp and cannabis from the legal, activist, and reformist route. Let's round up and roll it up for our headmaster of hemp, Vivian McPeak. Welcome to Hemp Present, where we have the fever for the flavor of a fatty folded finer than a freckled frog hair follicle. I am Vivian McPeak. I am the executive director and CEO of the Seattle Hemp Fest, the world's largest annual cannabis policy reform event found at hempfest.org. I plan to titillate your audio orifices with weekly radio rendezvous with some of the premier movers, shakers, and history makers of the cannabis community. And I am transmitting from a fortified bunker at an undisclosed location deep within the bowels of underground Seattle. And I'm going to be putting out a call to action on issues of the day and putting your interests under the big lights as I provide cannabis commentary and weekly interviews that go straight for the nugular. I will be taking you on one of those Reefer Radio rendezvous today with Roland Gregg of the Kettle, Hills, Kettle Falls Five. Roland and members of his family have been selectively targeted by the federal government for producing their own medical marijuana, and he's got quite the story to tell. But first, I want to dive into my word of the week because information is bliss here at Hempresent. And this week's word is neologism. When you got a word that has a last syllable like neologism, you want to make sure that you pr- pronounce the first syllables just right. Um, neologism is a word, a new word, usage, or phrase. And, you know, I like to make up new words like protestable and hemposapien because sometimes you just need to create language to fill a void. Uh, so expect to hear some new neologisms here at Hempresent on the Cannabis Radio Network, your source for the force of freedom. And your high and mighty hope for Hempasapiens everywhere because it is clearly seven times 60 at Hempfest where you've got the right not to remain silent when it comes to prohibition. Now, I do have a new word uh, that I made up for, for Roland Gregg, and that is hypocrisy because I think that what's been happening has been a terrible hypocrisy, and we've got to do something about it. Uh, Roland, thank you so much for being on Hempresent. How are you hanging? 
I'm doing fantastic. I love uh, listening to your intro. I uh, love the new language. I, I study etymology, and so I appreciate that. And you're right. To, to find the new words to describe the hempocracies and the twilight zone that we seem to still be living in, as the veil comes down and the wall comes down, the prohibition wall, I'm excited to be on your show to help that happen. Thank you, my brother. We just we got a hemp present, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we do. Now, Rowan, you've been through so much. It's really hard to know where to start, but why don't you begin by taking us all a little bit back and just telling us about Kettle Falls. What kind of a place is Kettle Falls? Sure. I started going over there back in the late 90s and early 2000s when my stepfather bought a hunting property over there. It's um, just an hour and a half north of Spokane, Washington. Very, very rural. It's like zoned R20, so everybody has 20-acre-plus parcels. And so they, they bought that over there. And he hunted there for many years. And then I think around 2004 or five, my mom and my stepdad retired out there on 30 acres. And they built a house and they have a big garden every year. And they just retired and live a pretty self-sustainable life with their own well. And they go into Alaska and then go hunting and fishing. And they pretty much live off the land. That's kind of Kettle Falls, very rural, kind of like Little House in the Prairie, if you were to think of that. So previous to 2012, y'all were... Licensed Washington State legal medical marijuana patients, and yes, you know you were prov- prov- growing some 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 cannabis and medicine for yourselves. Tell me about what was going on. I broke my neck and my back, and I got off the the really hardcore oxycotton and stuff just by using cannabis extracts. Also, my wife she had some eating issues, and so it helped her with appetite quite a bit. My mom, she has a lot of degenerative disease and used it for that, just pain in general. And Larry, he, he has gout and, and some other issues with his knee, some pancreatic cancer issues. Since charges were dropped against him, he's actually taking cannabis oil again, and he's doing very, very well, thank God. So that's, maybe going back to then, we were we were buying it at dispensaries, and it got expensive. But when you read the law, RCW 69.51a, it said and you can grow 15 plants apiece. So it just made sense for my mom, who already has a really big outdoor garden. It also said that you could grow another person's if you were authorized. So you just have somebody else grow it for you as a provider. And so that's we figured we could save a lot of money just by having her grow a garden outdoors next to the vegetable garden. So that's what we did. And we didn't think we were breaking any laws because we also saw lot, you know, hundreds of dispensaries in Seattle and in Spokane, and we didn't think there'd be an issue. So we were so confident that we were following the law. We put a big 4 by 8 green cross on a white, white plywood up so just, just to make sure. And we plastered our, you know, in, in plastic on the sign our five medical marijuana recommendations. So we didn't think anything was wrong. You guys were state legal. Right. Yeah. I mean, you're yeah. following state law. You 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 had the right number of plants, and what's to happen, right? Yeah, I didn't think anything would be wrong. You know, Michelle works at Microsoft. I run my I run a clean technology development company in Seattle, and so we're not trying to break a law. And you know, we we thought recreation was within months of passing. Well, well clearly something did go wrong. What what happened on that day in 2012 that that turned your guys' lives around? I believe it was 2012. My mom was the only one home, and the state came in with a warrant. Basically, they did a the SWAT team came in and did a raid on my mom, and you know immediately she showed them the medical marijuana recommendations, and they were kind of flabbergasted. They didn't really expect that. 
up in that area, it's, it's, it's a little bit, if, if you know the Onion Creek area, it's very rural and there's a lot of people who just have been gorilla growing for a lot of time, long times. And so they're not, the, the police up there are used to kind of doing smash and grabs and pretty much having control. They were really surprised when my mom pulled out the medical marijuana recommendation and said, here, they kind of stopped in their tracks a little bit. But they still did confiscate the four-wheeler that they used to get around the property. We had 68 plants. They took us down to 45. You know, at that point, we weren't sure what to do. They left. Point, they didn't arrest anybody. There was a DEA agent with them. And they also took 700 bucks cash. And so after that, you know, we didn't have any idea what to do. We, we didn't know what was going to happen. They said they didn't even know what was going to happen because the laws were changing. So they didn't even know, even though, oh, yeah, they all, also took all the guns that Larry had. He had hunting rifles and shotguns because that's what they do. And they took all that as well. So then seven days later, the DEA came back with their own warrant, took the rest of the garden that was still didn't even have any buds on it, just outdoor vegetation, you know. And then they took my mom's SUV. They took my mom and my stepdad's Suzuki, like road bikes, motorcycles. And they took the computer and they ransacked the house. And then they left. Um, and it was basically the same seven, eight people that were first with the state warrant. They put on DEA t-shirts and they executed the federal warrant. And we immediately hired Douglas Hyatt. We were kind of in this no man's land, not knowing what was going to happen. So they came back for a second raid, right? Yeah. Yep. And that was, the, that was the DEA raid that you guys were probably also surprised about. Yeah. And it was even more, you know, more SWAT team. I mean, we had no idea. I live in Seattle or in Kirkland at the time with, with my wife. And so as this raid was happening, you know, it was just didn't make any sense. Now, when this raid happened, did Larry Harvey, uh, your stepdad, did he know that he had pancreatic cancer yet? Late stage, stage four? No, he was pretty sick, but he hadn't been diagnosed yet. So, so that must have been devastating for him uh, to all of this stuff combined. Yeah, it it's, was pretty bad. He they They forced us well, it was six months after that that they indicted everybody, and there was another whole round of SWAT team raids on all of our houses, my house in Kirkland, my friends in Seattle, and my, and my parents again in Colville. And that time we were all arrested and put in jail for a few weeks. So then we, after that, we couldn't have cannabis. We still can't. We still get tested. It's been 30 months on, on probation. Um, as we fought this to stay out of jail and you know all that, it's, it's crazy. But yeah, they, he had to do chemo. And the chemo literally almost killed him, it caused him to get pneumonia, really sick. And as soon as they dropped the charges, they dropped the charges a week before trial against Larry because we were like, what the heck are you doing? He needs the cannabis. Here's all the evidence that shows us what he needs right now. And the fact that you're, you're going to prosecute him for doing what his doctor told him. I mean, they finally got it with that, with the PR we did, and they dropped the charges against him. And since then, since March 20th, he's been back on the cannabis oil. And now he's off his oxygen. He's walking around. He's stronger. Um, it's, it's, it's a miracle drug. It really is. Wow. Well, Roland Gregg of the Kittle Falls Five, this is just quite a story, and we're only scratching the surface. Uh, we're going to take a quick pause for the cause because there's flaws in the laws. Hear from our uh, sponsor. We'll be right back. Time to roll out for the people that let us hem present. Hang loose. We're coming right back. Gondrepreneur.com, your guide to the cannabis business world. Gondrepreneur.com is a comprehensive resource for cannabis professionals and entrepreneurs. 
Download the Gondrepreneur app on your smartphone or tablet to catch up on cannabis industry news, scroll through our daily job listings, and learn about successful cannabis companies, executives, and investors. Gondrepreneur.com, helping Gondrepreneurs grow. Great websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. Chronicling the latest cannabis industry news and headlines. Well, with four states with tax and regulate and the District of Columbia. The state of cannabis. Oh my God, it's refreshing. We have people that generally wouldn't speak on behalf of cannabis for fear of retribution, fear of losing your practices, fear of of many of those things, and and find ourselves in in a a place that we finally can. Bringing you fact-based news and views and keeping listeners on the pulse of what's happening in the industry today. The State of Cannabis. On demand anytime, only on CannabisRadio.com. We're back to Hemp Presents, only on Cannabis Radio. Now, back to our headstrong emperor of hemp, Vivian McPeak. We are back on Hemp Present on the Cannabis Radio Network with Roland Gregg of the Kettle Falls 5. God, Roland, you've been through so much. You've been targeted by the federal government for growing some medicine. Treated like a terrorist, really. Treated yep. like a dangerous criminal. How does it make you feel to be targeted and prosecuted as if you're just... Uh, no better than a common criminal. Well, at, at first reaction, it definitely, you know, makes you question everything you thought about what government represents and about what the intent and purpose of government is and the people behind government and the corporations. It makes you question a lot of things. It makes you lose faith in those who you supposedly have supposed to have faith to, you know, protect our rights and our individual rights. And it makes you ask questions about where our country's going. And, and you want to get involved, you know. So it has inspired me to want to be more active so that the truth can be told, especially when we were targeted and had to go through a kangaroo court where we literally, the law was not relevant. Washington state law was called not relevant. The judge and the prosecutor excluded all of the medical marijuana and everything. It was basically a kangaroo court. One of your primary attorneys, Douglas Hyatt was uh, actually the first guest on the maiden voyage of Hemp Present last week. Douglas Hyatt really laid out some groundwork on how he described uh, this ridiculous prohibition of cannabis as just being completely insane. You were treated pretty much like you're producing plutonium. How do you think cannabis should be treated by the government? Uh, What would your version of legalization be, Roland? My version of legalization would be as least amount of government interaction with the plant as possible. In fact, if they could just have hands off and allow us to actually do what we needed to do, that would be the best thing possible. Treat it like broccoli. In fact, treat it like less than broccoli. Don't even look at it because anything the government looks at as far as regulation, as far as I'm concerned, they screw up. I do believe there's there's a guiding hand that should make sure that people shouldn't be taken advantage of. I completely get that. But as far as the danger of cannabis, there isn't really any danger to it anywhere 
So why should we worry about anything happening to it? It's the most benign plant on the. I mean, you're going to accidentally maybe not get cancer if you take it too much. Um, so um, I don't know. That's, that's I'm, I'm a little bit jaded though, as you can see. Man, I don't blame you. So let me ask, what is Roland Greg involved in when he's not defending himself against federal prosecution? Uh, could you tell us what is the what is Native Clean Clean Energy? Sure. And what's it strive to accomplish? I, I understand that the government interfered with you working on some of the most important work on the planet. Could you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. Yeah. The last, since 2012, you know, I've, they took my passport away. So I've been invited to speak at energy conferences around the planet that I've not been able to attend. I've got one of my sister labs in Munich that I have not been able to go and, and monitor progress. But basically what we do at Native Clean Energy is we, we incubate technologies in the areas of energy, food, water, health, shelter, and waste solution. Basically, the bottom level of Maslow's hierarchy of humans' needs. Um, I figured six years ago when I looked at all the systems in the planet that if we were able to get these systems in order out of the hands of corporate, basically, monopolies, and we could actually kind of level the playing field with free energy, free water, and free food for everybody. Not a socialist paradigm, but truly a way of taking care of our, our, our most um, vulnerable in our society. Um, we do that. We've developed technologies like that in our lab in Seattle, and we have subsidiaries under that. Quantum power is a crystal battery that never dies. Parafluidics is a whole entire new uh, field of fluid dynamics. And we have all these different types of technologies. So we basically work with inventors to create the most sustainable and affordable technologies on the planet. And so, yes, I've been hindered the last three years quite a bit by federal tick on my side. Wow, that's, that's incredible stuff. You know, I see prohibition of cannabis as just being one component to a kind of global system-wide war against the natural world enters into energy policy and agriculture and, and, and just about every aspect of our lives. Do you see things the same way? Absolutely. That's one of the reasons why I fell in love with the, the plant, the hemp plant, um, in all of its various forms. It literally could provide us everything we need very sustainably. We have all the land we need to grow it. It's basically what I believe, truly, since the 1930s, it's been the largest genocide on planet Earth. If you take away this plant, which is the most healing plant on the planet, if you would have left it, if the government would have left it in circulation, um, they wouldn't have seen the cancer rates rise all around like they have. Um, it wouldn't. It's just um, it would have made our soils, kept our soils healthy with our minerals and everything, and kept our bodies, um, you know, healthy with all the other intercropping that can happen with agriculture and the medical aspects of it, which are just now being rediscovered. We did know these things, but they were suppressed. So I think it's 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 one of the biggest genocides on planet Earth. The, the suppression of cannabis as a plant. I agree 100%, Roland. You all were charged with mandatory prison sentences, federal prison sentences. You were charged with conspiracy to grow and distribute over 100 plants. You were charged with growing cannabis and distributing cannabis. But the jury acquitted you on all charges except growing under 100 plants. Were you surprised? That was our second best outcome. And we had, you know, I had debated internally and whatnot with others whether we'd want a full acquittal or if we wanted to have the manufacturing charge stick under 100 um, because we knew they couldn't prove over 100. It was a silly charge. All of them were silly, but that one was just crazy to try well, they, to get that. They only had 40-some-odd plants, but they had photos of other plants right. that they tried to charge you with, right? 
Right, right, exactly. I, I expected it to pretty much be at that point. I knew the case, the evidence, and uh, the incompetence, the prosecution, and their ability to even outlay this trial. I mean, it was just, it would, it would take me days to go over so many of the crazy, crazy, unexpected, weird little things that happened all through the briefing, through the beginning. Douglas knows a lot of it. You know, he was part of that. It, it's, quite, it's quite interesting. I did expect about that. I was hoping it would be something like that or an acquittal, of course. But this allows us to set more of a precedent than just a full acquittal, because now we have to appeal. Your sentencing hearing has been delayed until October 2nd, is that right? That's correct, yeah. They kicked it pretty far out. We asked them to do an indefinite stay until the United States versus Lynch is decided upon at Ninth Circuit which is there right now. And they're, they're arguing exactly the same issue that we are, Section 538, the Appropriations Act, um, that, that bars the spending on stuff like this. So, Roland, what, what are you facing? We're facing zero to 20 years. So they could literally put us in jail for 20 years for this. And it's, it's a reality. It's hard to believe, but it's true. That's just an outrage. I mean, I don't even know what to say. You're such a brilliant person and you know involved in so many good things the idea that you would be targeted like this well it's everything that we're fighting for i mean this is really you know your your guys case is exactly why this global cannabis community is up in arms and doing everything we can to, to make this change uh right, my last question for you roland and thank you so much for everything you've been doing for your advocacy for your your bravery and for your outspokenness uh, and please give my love and best wishes to all of your family and your fellow uh, defendants. What would you say to this government about cannabis? What would you say to them about what they've done to you? Well, if they're listening, I would say that it's about time that you realize that the war has been lost. And any continued battles that you have, you're going to lose those too. And you're going to lose the respect of anybody for any laws that you pass. So if you want to start gaining respect for people... You know, wake up to the, the tide. It, it is in and there is no more war. It, you're just going to lose every war. And the people are standing up now. We've got a lot of support from a lot of people. And that has blown us away, the support from the cannabis community. It's the best community on earth, the most compassionate. You know, and I think they're going to lead the tidal wave of consciousness and this revolution of the mind. Well, Roland Gregg of the Kettle Falls Five at found at kettlefalls5.com. Thank you so much for being my guest on Hempresent. Give uh, our best to Douglas Hyatt, uh, one of your attorneys who was here last week. We're going to be monitoring this very closely. and I invite all of our listeners to go to kettlefalls5.com and find out what you can do to help out. Thanks so much for being on our show. We're going to take a quick break. Thanks, Vivian. Time to roll out for the people that let us Hempresent. Hang loose. We're coming right back. Your connection to quality cannabis insurance services is spelled K-A-E-R-C-H-E-R. That's Karcher Insurance. We have worked with ventures like cannabis for over 60 years. We're proud to represent over 50 companies with tailor-made cannabis business plans for owners just like you to insure your product, your plants, and your pursuits. K-A-E-R-C-H-E-R spells out their full-service insurance services, ranging from commercial to bonds, to personal, from life to health, and more. Contact the team at CarterInsurance.com and let our experience work for you. That's K-A-E-R-C-H-E-R Insurance.com. 
Contact Karen and the team at Karcher Insurance at 1-844-421-3560. That's 844-421-3560. Growing green to generate more green. Hello to all you happy herbalizers, smiling, trippy hippies, and everyone who believes in freedom and tolerance. This is The Grow Show, and I'm Kyle Cushman. From food to fuel, from remedy to resource. Welcome my guest, Ed Rosenthal, the guru of ganja. Let me ask you, right now I hear your lighter clicking. Are you smoking indoor or are you smoking sun-grown? What am I smoking? I'm smoking concentrate. (laughs) (laughs) Way to get out of the answer there. So you're truly like the, the, the king, right? You just have, you just clap your hands and somebody brings you a bowl and you're all set, right? Mm, I wish that were the case. (laughs) The Grow Show with Kyle Cushman, only on CannabisRadio.com. Cannabis Confidential with Dr. Dina. Candid. I want to give you the inside story. Captivating. I want to introduce you to my kind and amazingly talented friends. Compelling. We get to meet some of the most amazing cannabis activists and warriors around. Listen in as medical marijuana pioneer Dr. Dina shares never-before-heard stories, chats with cannabis insiders and celebrity friends, and provides invaluable perspective and insight into one of the fastest-growing industries in the world. I want to share with you what was once confidential information. Let's expose the truth, discuss the issues, and learn the facts. Cannabis Confidential, only on CannabisRadio.com. We're back to Hemp Presents, only on Cannabis Radio. Now, back to our headstrong emperor of hemp, Vivian McPeak. And we are back on the Cannabis Radio Network with Hemp Present. I am Vivian McPeak. Wow, it's kind of hard to know what to say after hearing the story of Roland Gregg and his fellow defendants at Kettle Falls 5. This is really everything that is wrong with cannabis prohibition targeting regular Americans and treating them like they're criminals and diverting precious law enforcement resources and attention uh, off from the real criminals and dangerous people in our society. I am going to segue into a weekly part of Hempresent, and that is the quote of the week. And today's quote goes like this, the legalization of marijuana is not a dangerous experiment. The prohibition is the experiment and it has failed dramatically with millions of victims all around the world. And that is a quote by Sebastian Marincolo. And it's totally true. You know, marijuana cultivation in the United States can trace its lineage some 400 years. Cultivation of marijuana for fiber really continued in America throughout the turn of the 20th century until our modern prohibition. Cannabis first earns its recognition as an intoxicant in the 1920s and 30s. And during that time, just completely exaggerated accounts of violent crimes allegedly committed by immigrants intoxicated by cannabis became popularized by tabloid newspapers. And that was when the newly formed Bureau of Narcotics uh, was created by Congress. And also when they approved the Marijuana Tax Act of 1937. And everything since then has just been a kind of a crazy haze of persecution and prohibition. Uh, right now, as it stands, marijuana remains the third most popular recreational drug of choice in the United States, despite about 80 years of criminal prosecution. Nearly 70 million Americans admit to having smoked marijuana at some point in their lives, and I think that's probably a lot higher. 
and over 18 million people admit that they've smoked marijuana in the last year. And I have to admit that I am one of those people, and I'll come out right now. I did quit smoking pot recently, the last time I put it out, and I'm going to start back again here probably as soon as I'm done with this broadcast, because I have the fever for the flavor of a fatty that has been folded finer than a freckled frog hair follicle. You know, the cost of prohibition has been outrageous. Marijuana prohibition costs taxpayers at least $7.5 billion annually. It's an enormous waste of scarce federal dollars that should be used to target violent crime. Marijuana prohibition makes no exception for the medical use of marijuana. Tens of thousands of severely and seriously ill Americans who presently use marijuana as a therapeutic agent to alleviate symptoms of cancer, AIDS, glaucoma, multiple sclerosis, they all risk arrest and jail uh, just to get their medication. And people like Roland Gregg and his fellow defendants at the Kettle Falls Five, they are feeling the bite, the sting of federal cannabis prohibition. Those of us at Seattle Hemp Fest who've been working for the last 24 years to change the marijuana laws found at hempfest.org, we are extremely committed to changing these laws. It's time to remove cannabis from federal prohibition altogether. Um, It's an outdated, moldy old, possibly well-intended but failed policy. It is un-American, it's unconstitutional, and it's an anathema of what freedom, liberty, and justice, uh, which we're all supposedly living under in the United States of America. It's an anathema to what this country is founded upon. My name is Vivian McPeak. You are listening to Hemp Resent on the Cannabis Radio Network. My guest next week will be Nicole Lee, attorney and representative of Kathleen Naughton, a naturopath being targeted and scapegoated by the Department of Health here in Washington for writing recommendations for medical marijuana patients. I will either have Nicole Lee herself or Kathleen Naughton on as we will continue to bring this very important cannabis radio to your ear holes. That's about it. Information is bliss here at Hemp Present. We'll be back next week. And just remember that you have the right not to remain silent when it comes to prohibition. Freedom fighter! The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.